this fussing and this cussing Should've got to know it before I even touched it I done started all this drama I done laid my head in two different places Now they walk around with something and they stuck me New day, a new crowd Drove her crazy, this the way this shit began One day we cool, the next day we ain't even friends Nigga, that's my baby mama How the fuck I get inside of this shit? She sick of me and I'm getting tired of this bitch How did I get a baby mama? Yeah. But it's really welcome, your mama Welcome, welcome Hello you all, thank you for joining me today um, I am nervous. This is my first time doing this, doing something like this, anything like this. And I'm excited because I have a story to tell. And that's the whole reason for, well, it's not the whole reason. It is a reason for this podcast. Sorry if y'all hear echoes. Sorry if y'all hear, um, uh, I don't know, me trying to adjust this. <laughs> microphone the sound thing it is very new for me this is very this isn't my arena but hopefully i will get to a point where i won't be apologizing for things like this um welcome this is the bitter baby mama podcast i am your beautiful host i will get into who i am in a second i just want to give a reason for this podcast this podcast is so i can get my side of the story out i am a baby mama I had my baby at 37. She's my world right now. <laughs> and she'll probably forever be my world. Once we, well, once I decide to have more kids, then she's going to share. Anyway, um, her father, <sighs> oh, her father. Um, let's get into the story. Let's, let's get into the story. I am, I am going to go by Sean J. Um, I'm not giving my identity because I want to be able to get my story out without any distractions. Uh, the names of the people in the story will be disguised, predicated on <laughs> my feeling and the spirit animal that they draw to me. So my princess, my little giraffe is what we're going to call her. My giraffe. Um, <laughs> Once we get into it, if it comes out who I am, you'll understand why. Uh, her dad, let, let's, we're going to call him the Big Bad Wolf. I'm calling him this because in a lot of our children's stories, the Big Bad Wolf was a fucking menace. Oh, my word. He was bothering all the three little pigs. Like, really, really messed up and messed with three little pigs. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> there's that wolf didn't give up. There's the wolf that be in sheep's clothing where you think you hanging out with a whole bunch of sheep and all of a sudden your ass is getting ate and you're getting ride or, you know, getting took for yourself or you get, you know, manipulated. You end up, you might end up dead. <laughs> if you're not, if you listen to this and you end up dead, then, uh, we got other issues, but, <laughs> But that's the wolf in sheep's clothing. There's Little Red Riding Hood. She had to deal with a wolf. Like, homegirl was just getting ready to go visit grandma. And here come this nigga invading her space. You know, ended up, you know, eating grandma just so he could get in her space. Like, just so he can be in her presence. He went all out his way to be in her presence without giving her a choice. Homegirl didn't even have a choice. This wolf is a menace. <laughs> and I will get into why my daughter's donor is a wolf. 
later on in my story. Um, and we'll start there. Let's just start there. Uh, unlike him, uh, me parenting does not stop. So I do have a baby monitor. If homegirl, my little giraffe, decides to wake up, you know, mom's got to be a mom. Um, that is another reason for this podcast because it's frustrating. I don't get a break. I don't. I'm, I'm in therapy to deal with this. I am processing the best way I can. And this is the best way I, I can process in talking with my therapist. Um, I realized that speaking about this situation is therapeutic for me. So shout out to everybody in therapy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, let's, let's, let's get into the story. Um, I'm trying to, I believe I have this broken up into three parts. Once these three parts are complete, then we're just going to boogie. You know, we're going to see how, how this podcast goes. Hopefully we can gain some sponsors. Hopefully I can get some friends. <laughs> but like I said, I am not going to reveal who I am until I can get this story out. And if you weirdos decide to figure it out, congratulations, you're weird. If not, you know, thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you respecting my my art in <laughs> expression. <laughs> but yeah, eventually I will, you know, it's gonna come out. It's the internet. It's gonna come out of who I am. But for right now, let's just look at it like this. So tonight's episode we're going to call Fantasy. And it wasn't even really a fantasy. It was deception, which basically, I don't know, I wouldn't call that fantasy. Um, I don't know what to call it. Mm, the intro. I met this big bad wolf in 2004. Uh, he was a good friend of mine sibling <laughs> he was a good friend of my sibling and I went to visit my sibling out of state one day where the sibling was residing um uh we're gonna call this sibling uh and this is my my him her them us <laughs> I already blew it <laughs> but anyway, um, this sibling of mine, um, yeah, I will be blocking that out. This sibling of mine um, introduced me, my other sibling, our other sibling, and a god sister to the big bad wolf, and basically placed us in the hands of him. He went out and decided to, you know, do what all 21-year-olds do when their family goes, coming to the town. Actually, I don't even think she's 21 at the time. See, this is going to be weird for me. <laughs> um, but I believe I was 18. Yeah, Big Bad Wolf and... Um, we're going to call this person the sibling SC. Big Bad Wolf and SC, they were 19. 
either 19 going on 20 or and I was 18 going on 19, something like that. Um, and uh, we're going to call our other sibling uh, Silk Sonic. Silk Sonic was 17. Silk Sonic wasn't legal for anything yet. But we were at Big Bad Wolf's house and, you know, it was a party. He had a, he had a couple friends over and, you know, it's like a East Coast, West Coast beef thing. See who could drink the best, you know, who could, who can hold the liquor, their liquor the best. It was a dope night. Like the shit was fucking fun. Uh, Big Bad Wolf had a snake. I used to have a snake. His snake was named Pippin. My name, mine was named Piper. His was the python. Mine was a, a red tail boa. So we had a lot in common. So, um, yeah, Big Bad Wolf was cool. We related on so many levels that were surface. Um, long story short, that night, <laughs> Big Bad Wolf and God's sibling, we're going to call her uh, Busted Baby. <laughs> Big Bad Wolf and Busted Baby, you know, they had their night because <sighs> I don't want to put their business out. But, yeah, they had a night and it was cool. And I ended up being so drunk that my face, mind you, Big Bad Wolf had roommates. And it was just all males there. And if y'all know anything about nasty niggas, when you got a group of nasty niggas and they live together, oh, my God. Their bathroom is the absolute worst. Men, young men especially. Because old men, you should know this. Clean y'all toilets. It will go a long way. If y'all clean y'all toilets. And another thing, get rid of that nasty ass pit, piss mat under the commode, like under the toilet. That is gross. Ladies, if you do not know that if you go into a man's house and he has that rug under his toilet, that means he drips piss and he does not clean that bathroom. I do not, or he doesn't clean it properly. Ask the next time you see that rug, ask that man was the last time he washed that rug. A lot of them don't wash it, ladies. It is the most disgusting thing. Do not step on that rug with your bare feet. You're going to get athletes. But I digress. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. But um, <laughs> obviously, I'm triggered. Um, yeah, I ended up so drunk that night. <laughs> and this is the drunkest I've ever been in my life. Off of a pint of E&J. I won't ever, I can't, I still can't take and stomach the smell of E&J. But long story short, my face ended up in that toilet. And that's been my partner up until the day he ruined my daughter's life. He changed it for her. And in my opinion, I believe it's going to be the better. But he changed my daughter's life from her having a two-parent home to a single mother home until mommy decides to <laughs> some man decides to come wife mommy y'all i'm sorry i'm trying to get this camera together but it keeps auto adjusting and i don't know how to stop it anyway um so yeah we we ended up you know we ended up hanging out we ended up talking we ended up being good friends and um from that point on, we, we, you know, the next time I came out, I'll say, the next time I came out, he and I had our, our moment. We had the best. <sighs> I was newly into having sex. So, like I said, I was 19, 
18 in 04. And I think the next time I went out there, it was like 05. And I had lost my virginity at 18 and a half. Um, so he was like, maybe partner number three. And oh my word, y'all, that was the best sex at the time. The motherfucking juggernaut. <laughs> if he ever hears this, I know that's going to make him laugh, but fuck you, bastard. <laughs> the motherfucking juggernaut. Anyway, so like I said, fast forward. Yeah, I visit out in the state that SC um, knows Big Bad Wolf and lived where Big Bad Wolf lived. They lived in the same state at one point. And I would go out there and visit her all the time, but it really wasn't specifically for her. It was for her and for him because when it was he and I, no matter what, that was like my partner. There was nothing that I couldn't tell this man. Like, there was no shame. Like, our the way our relationship was, there was no shame. It was no shame. We talked and we had the best conversations. And, like, if I could have boo-booed on myself in Walmart and had it dripping down my leg and the hobo came and squeezed me down and I would have told him, like, the whole story with no shame. That was my ace. That was my partner. And whenever we got together... Nobody else mattered. It was just the two of us. And that went on for a few times. Um, and then fast forward to, uh, I want to say April or May 2021. I had lost my mom in January. And, you know, in finding myself and in, in finding what new life is like as an actual woman, they say, you don't know how to be, you're not a woman until you lose your mother. And now trying to find out what life is like now that I'm an actual woman, it was, you know, I was exploring and he was something to be explored. <laughs> so he came to visit and I showed him a great time. <laughs> showed him a great time and um, took him to, you know, our little hot spots out here in California. I am in California. Um took him to the beach yes we do go to the beach out here we go often I actually um I don't know if I should say this so I'll say it like this I actually go fishing off the beach here in California and I um, build a bonfire and we grill right there what I catch I already have everything prepped the whole nine the night before or even that morning before and we're there all day catching the food cooking it and then just vibing out burning one drinking you know doing whatever we can do to vibe out we need i actually need another beach session soon so sc and um i forgot what i was other oh silk sonic there we go <laughs> sc is silk sonic y'all we gotta uh we gotta hit up the beach again soon because mother needs recharged anyway i digress again Showed him a good time, ended up taking him to the city. He really wanted to go see the Golden Gate Bridge, but we didn't have enough time because we were fucking flat out. <laughs> um, all throughout this house, like, it was great. Uh, and while he was here for that trip, uh, we planned a, t a trip for me to come out to his hometown state where he currently stays. And he was going to take me around uh the hot spots there as well as a couple other drive to a couple other states to where we end in um take a 
excuse me, a long drive to where we end in New York. So it kind of gave you an area where I was. <laughs> um, fast forward to August, we get to, I am in his home state and we kicking it. He picks me up from the airport. He was late. I should have tested him out then and never trusted him because he was late. You know, damn, nigga. Anyway, <laughs> he picks me up. We go to the room, check in, go get food, have a great time. He takes me a few hot spots. Um, we have our night. <laughs> the night, again, was great. He, we get up the next morning. We drive to a whole nother state and enjoy the state there the whole day. Oh, my gosh, it was so beautiful. The weather there was so nice. It was like a humid, I don't know. You guys know how the weather is out on that coast. But it was so, so nice. Um, we get back to the room, have another beautiful night, and decide that the next, and I don't know if it was two days later or the next day, was the day we drive to uh, New York. So ended up driving. No, no, no. We go, I go meet his mom. <laughs> Y'all, I finally got to meet his mom. Um and, you know, had a good time with her talking, uh, gave her some edibles because uh, they were having a family thing and she wanted to be popping the most at the family thing. Like, hey, yeah, I'm cool. I got edibles. Bam, ew. So I hooked a mother up. Yes, she did pay for them. I felt so bad. Like, damn. Did I just really still? I'm not even going to say that. Did I just really blank, blank drugs to your mother? <laughs> but <laughs> it was so weird. I had a weird feeling, but. Uh, she was cool about it. Um, and then the next day we drive to New York. And he tells me on the way there, hey, uh, a good friend of mine's mother's memorial is today. And I, Yeah, because he dropped me off that morning. Today. Um, I have to go support, but I will be back later on this evening. I said, okay, cool. And he was like, you going to be okay? I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll be good for the day. Just, um, you know, just send me on your way back so I know I'll be back at the hotel. He was like, all right, cool. Be safe. Gave me a kiss on the forehead. Uh, he brought my luggage up, you know, made sure I was settled in. Gave me a kiss on the forehead. And boom, he bounced. Y'all, why I didn't see this nigga until uh, months later. <laughs> Luckily, uh, Silk Sonic's uh, best friend lives out there. And we're going to call this person bitch with a beard <laughs> my bad <laughs> you know who you are but um bitch with a beard decided to hang out and kick it with me in um downtown took me hella places y'all i did not realize how dope and how um new york really does look like on tv like that was a highlight i mean look i got this <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but um yeah, it was it was a dope time. I'm glad that uh bitch with a beard was there because I would have been stuck. Like the first half of the day I was there by myself. And actually, how did that work? Damn, I don't even remember. I don't know if I was there the first day by myself and then bitch with a beard showed up the next day. Oh, no, it was the same. No, it was the next day. 
because Bitch With A Beard drove me to almost every borough. We hit almost every borough except for Queens. That's the only one we didn't go to. Um, that's very strange out there. Like how y'all got that broke down, the boroughs and all that, and how Harlem is considered a city, but it really is not because they don't have no postal. You can't like write your address and it says Harlem on there. That's kind of different. Like how y'all make that up? Anyway, I digress again. <laughs> that's a whole nother topic. I'm gonna get killed and ate for that. Um, <laughs> but thank God for bitch with a beard. I had a great time with bitch with a beard. We went literally everywhere. Highlight was Carlos Bakery and that damn cannoli. If you ever see a bitch with a beard eat a cannoli and suck the cream out of cannoli, you have lived and I have lived. <laughs> so, like I said, um, Big Bad Wolf didn't show up. And the next day I had to go to the airport. Why was it right the day before that flood in 2021? Yeah, in 2020, that big flood in August. I was literally almost stuck there. If I would have stayed another day, I would have been stuck. If I would have stayed a couple hours, I would have been stuck. Because the subways flooded. I paid a $100 Uber. Like, Big Bad Wolf was supposed to be my chauffeur. Like, when we planned it, he was like, yes, I'm going to make your first trip to New York memorable. Nigga, I will never forget it. <laughs> Ever. Like, you played me. Damn. I should have stuck. Man. Anyway. Ooh, oh, <laughs> I should have, I should have stuck to my guns, but no, it's I I got a blessing out of it, my little draft. Anyway, uh, so yeah, bitch with a beard saved the day. Big Bad Wolf was an ass, um, and I made it back home, and we didn't talk. Big Bad Wolf did not hit me until about November, and he hit me wanting to apologize. This is where I am stupid. <laughs> Big Bad Wolf hit me once to apologize, y'all, by inviting me to a wedding in, um, damn, where? R Redondo Beach. There was a wedding that his coworker, a good friend of his, um, was getting married. And the, his wife, his now wife, is from the L.A. area. And uh, their wedding was in Redondo Beach. So Big Bad Wolf was like, hey, I want to apologize. Um, I have a wedding to go to out that way. And you're close, kind of close down there. Um, why don't you meet me in, in L.A., Redondo Beach? <sighs> I should have I listened to my intuition, y'all. But I'm glad I did not or I would not have my giraffe. Let me just throw this out there right now. I love my baby with all my heart. She is the best thing that has ever happened to me. But there's no but. Heart stop. She's the best thing that has ever happened to me. She changed my life for the better. And I could drop this right now. That's why this podcast is not just the Bitter Baby Mama Pack podcast. It is the Bitter Baby Mama podcast because I am the better baby mama. I will explain that later on in the podcast. It seems like I gave it away. I don't know. <laughs> but y'all understand later. For those who don't know my story, um, you'll understand it. This, this bitter baby mama means that I'm a better baby mama. But um, back to the story. <sighs> so... 
the wedding is it was in December. It was the weekend of the nineteenth. I know that because that's when my doctor told me I was ovulating. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, I ended up going down to Redondo Beach and we had a great time. Um, prior to that, uh, he called and just confirming that I was going. He said, "Hey, yo, um." I was wondering if I could use your credit card to reserve the hotel. Um, I got something going on with mine, but uh, if we could use yours just to hold it, then um, that'd be cool. Uh, we'll be able to get this hotel. I was like, oh, sure, yeah, no problem. He was like, yes. And it was a video chat, so yes, I, I remember this vividly, y'all. Um, So we get down to Redondo Beach. I got there first. I was able to check in. He came in maybe four to six hours after I did. And we decided to go out, have a good night, you know, blew some good, good, some good L.A. weed. Oh, my God. It was the best weed. I had some weed. He had some weed. And then we went and got weed. The weed we went and got was trash because we ran out of weed. Like, the whole weekend was like, nigga. <laughs> we ended up buying weed because we ran out of weed. Out of weed, out of all the weed he brought, all the weed I brought. We still ended up having to go by week. Anyway, um, so, yeah, we met in Redondo Beach. And, you know, we were going out, having a good time. Um, and I believe we met there on a Friday. And the wedding was on a Sunday. So, Saturday, you know, we're kicking it, you know, walking. Found this dope-ass, um, it was like a bodega. But they had these big-ass uh, cows on. Oh, my gosh, I would love to go back. Uh, if I could later on, I'll plug the place of the cow zones in Redondo Beach. They were like huge. They're like the size of his foot. And home go homeboys like six three, six four, something like that. Some something like that. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we had a great time. And come Saturday night um, or afternoon, we were at lunch, and I was like, "Hey, so." I figured since you were the paying for the hotel, let me pay for the dinner. He goes, well, what are you talking about? I was like, you, because you're paying for the hotel, let, I think it is only right that I, I pay for dinner, you know, because that's how our friendship was. Like, I'm not going to have you pay for the whole thing, even though I should be taxing you because this is your apology trip, which I would have normally done was tax nigga. But, you know, I considered this nigga my partner. And SC was like, you know, forgive him. He wants to apologize you should allow him to apologize he wants to admit his wrong so let him do it that's the only way i ended up in redondo beach was because my elder sibling sc told me and this is this was your doing <laughs> my eldest my eldest sibling sc was like yeah if he wants to apologize let him apologize and just go have some fun <laughs> Guess who had too much fun? Because, um, yeah, that's how, that's where my giraffe was conceived. Um, again, I digress. So back to the, the lunch that we were on, he was like, well, what are you talking about? I said, well, yeah, you, since you're paying for the room, you know, the least I could do is, is buy the food. He goes, that's why we used your credit card. I was like, wait, what? He was like, yeah, that's why I asked to use your credit card is so you can get the room. And I'm thinking to myself, why the fuck 
would I pay for a hotel that you're apologizing to me for? Like, sir, that's not how apologies work. Like, I know I didn't just get played again. <laughs> not me, but I did. And he was like, yeah, maybe we'll talk about this later. Let's just enjoy lunch and we'll figure out everything later. I'm like, okay. So naturally he paid for lunch. <sighs> and this is the other reason why the other location spot time that i fucked up in this moment and i saw an opportunity for out and i did not y'all when i told y'all we smoked so much weed that night it made me sick like i ain't never smoked to where i had to throw up it was i needed a sprite i needed a whole bunch like we was out to like maybe four in the morning just at the beach just kicking it Went to go dinner, went to dinner, went to um, walk it. There was like these little pier, walk the pier. It was just beautiful. It was sexy. And I was so high. Oh my God. And he got high. And I took the cutest little photos. Once this comes out and it reveals who I am, I'll show you guys some photos. But um, it, was, it was sexy. It was intimate. It was, it was passionate. We just had a great, like, Bobby and Whitney sex, like, I don't know if that makes sense to y'all. Like, when you high, and both y'all's on a good high, <laughs> and y'all is just intimate, ooh. Now, I wouldn't recommend this unless you're ready for the for the consequences, i.e. a draft your damn self. But, <laughs> yeah, that weekend was, that night was amazing. Um, the better nights than ever. And I don't even remember it, honestly. Like, play-by-play, play, I do not remember play-by-play. Play. But it was a good night. Uh, went to the wedding. I had on this best, the best dress. I had, I had brought some outfits because, you know, I was his plus one. I wanted him to, I wanted to match his fly. And I wanted him to feel confident. Sorry, y'all, uh, the recording stopped on the camera. And we're back. So, yeah, I wanted to give him options on the dress that I wore. And he picked out this slim Fitting, sparkly, sequins, multi-colored short dress. Had my tan red bottoms. It was gorgeous. I was a bad Y'all, when I tell y'all, I did not dance because I felt like I was outshining the bride. Like, her mom came up to me and wanted to take pictures. And I don't even know these people. Like, I don't know nobody here. Uh, the groom's dad and uncle was basically drooling. <laughs> I felt bad for the dad because he had lost their, his wife, um, uh, the room's mom and I know that firsthand how that situation can be um we're you know when you lose your mom cause I lost my mom you know uh so he reminded me of my dad <laughs> which was weird because it was gross but yeah dad and, and uncle of the groom was just less than of a of a your girl if I wanted to get some if I wanted to get a Mercedes out of him I could have that night that day that moment but yeah I felt great, but I also felt bad because I, I felt like I was getting more attention than a bride. So ended the, the wedding with a bang. It did turn out to be a great night. I also couldn't dance because my dress was too short and all my ass would have been out. Um, Big Bad Wolf wouldn't mind because he likes kinky shit like that. Uh, it boosts his ego, but that's not, I don't live that life. Um, we left the wedding back to the room to get our luggage. He was flying out that night and we tried to discuss how this hotel was going to work. He said, 
a couple days later, he said he was going to pay for half. And I'm still waiting on my half. Hi, I'm still waiting. Cash app. Uh, I'll send it to you via text. <laughs> but, yeah. So, left there and I vowed to never talk to that man again because... Not only did he play me once, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times, I'm going to beat your ass. I'm going to beat your, your bitch ass. I'm going to beat your sister ass. I'm going to beat everybody ass. Who ass needs to be beaten? Who's in my way of whooping your ass? So, yeah. And I vowed to never talk to him again. Boy, was I wrong. Doesn't God have a way for you? Doesn't God laugh at your plans because... I am tied to this man for the rest of my life. It's not 18 years, y'all. It's the rest of my life. Because when our grandkids get married, guess who I'm going to have to see? His raggedy ass. But, yes, that is part one of my story. I'm going to stop there. And part two will be about the pregnancy. Dun, dun, dun. Guess who's pregnant? <laughs> But yes, thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for supporting my story. This podcast, again, is a way of me getting my side of the story out, my, my truth for my giraffe, specifically for her. That is exactly what this is for, so I can get my truth out for her. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, I can get the next episode out next week um, or soon. What I plan on doing is I'm going to get all three parts of the main story out and recorded, and then I will post them for you guys. And then hopefully we can do like a weekly thing or a monthly thing. Let's say monthly to start off because, you know, mothering doesn't stop. And it is what, what, one thirty in the morning right now. <laughs> This is the only time I can record and I still have to clean my house because mothering doesn't stop. I don't get to sleep in. I don't get to sleep late. I'm always working and I'm always mothering. But thank you guys. This is so therapeutic. I'm excited. I'm happy. Hopefully we can get some sponsors. I do have some interviews lined up. Um, basically in regards of me being a bitter baby mama. So stay tuned, y'all. I'm excited. I really want to get this out. I really want to get some feedback. I really want to interact with you all in in regards to this topic of us women being labeled as bitter baby mamas. I will have an intro coming. <laughs> Hopefully the intro is right now. I don't have an intro. Hopefully the intro is, is here by the time I get all three recordings um, episodes recorded. If not, I am dropping this, y'all. Y'all need to hear this. I need to get this out. Um, shout out to my therapist. Shout out to my family and their support. Shout out to my giraffe. I love her so much. Um, but yeah, uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Wasting all her time. I could have told the truth, but I'm a nigga, so I'm lying. Like she can't read between the lines. I see the way y'all moving. She could have gave me hell for trying to treat her like she's stupid, but she didn't. Well, sometimes she tell her no. She yelling, fuck, can't wait to have that conversation and make her feel so uncomfortable. All that shit I put her through, it made her a better woman. Can't nobody else do it, cause Pippin already done it. And that's the problem, mixing Pippin with the image when children have been invented. But her mouth, that make it hard to treat her different. Okay, I put her mind at risk and stressed her out a little bit. Nigga, I lie. Don't cut me off when I'm talking, but real. 
real shit. This shit serious, cause baby mama's driving niggas crazy. I guess I did it first, so they pay me back. Nigga, with the pay. Home, baby mama.